Ashley Rock, Regina Palmer, Wyoming Bull. You notice Side Fox, Cash Glare, John Blackhawk, Graham Grier, which I recently just found my Graham Grier book that I'm going to read later on. So, but people from Jacobsville, Texas in this book? First time I read it, I was like, I can't believe it. But anyways, Ashley Rock, Regina Palmer's book, Wyoming Bold, Chapter 7. Tank Link Side Park. Tank liked side parks and his wife. They were surprisingly down to earth people, despite Park's unconventional background. He, along with local Dr. Micah Steele and counterterrorism teacher Ev Scott, had formed a small unit of mercenaries who went all over the world as part of their jobs. They were taught interned by a group of legendary fighters, not now retired, whom they still keep in touch with. Ev Scott's school drew pupils from all over the earth. He taught all sorts of subjects, including small arms instruction, defensive driving, hostage rescue, and demolition. They were rumors, unsubstantial, of course, that the occasional government agent benefited from Scott's intrusions. <laughs> instructions. Is there anything you guys haven't done? Tink asked Parks when they were strolling through the barn to look at some of his prized earrings. Uh, we never took over a country, he chuckled, but one of our locals, Grange, did. He used to work for Jason Pendleton, but he's got his own place now. His father-in-law manages it for him while he's occupying the military chief of staff position in Bavaria, over in South America. <laughs> I understand the president of Bavaria has family local too. Tank remarked, you know, his son Rick Marquis, Rick's lieutenant of detectives with San Antonio PD now, and his mother still runs Barber's Cafe in town. Good food, almost as good as what my wife cooks. Tank nodded. That was good, Kate. <laughs> She's a wonder. He glanced at me. You married? Tank shook his head. But I have prospects. Parts <laughs> good for you. I appreciate the hospitality thing. I travel a lot for the ranch. You get single hotels no matter how good they are. Tell me about it. <laughs> I just hope you share it. Let's go. I have some ideas about how we can track down this guy before he offs one of us. <laughs> he said quietly, son. You're worried about your family? I nodded as my family. My girl. He had a talk with a friend of There's one that warned me. This rogue agent bugged the phones as well as the ranch. Rook's got eyes on her all over. All of them were still unsettling. Side clapping. I know. I know how it feels, believe me. But we've got plenty of people trying to ferret out his identity. You can't hide forever. I hope you're right. Tick said, Tick enjoyed size two little boys. They were smaller versions of their father, both with dark hair and green eyes. They wanted to know all about Tank's ranch and what sort of cattle he ran. Got a kick out of listening to them hold forth on the subject of genetics. Obviously, they were already headed in the direction of becoming ranchers when they grew up. Tank called Marissa early that morning. Anything going on? That should worry me, he asked her gently. She laughed breathlessly. She hadn't expected him to call, and she was all a flutter at the sound of his voice. Not much, she said. Your man came and fixed the car for us. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You sure he was our man? He had a word. Oh, yes. Rick came with him, she added. He's a very interesting person. <laughs> Take her out of the seat together. He's my friend, but he's a merc. He began. You aren't. Jealous, yes, I think. Jealous, he person. Of course, I'm jealous. You're my girl. Uh, <laughs> there was a soft gas. You could almost hear her. 
Oh, that sounds good. That sounds very nice. He grinned from Muna. Doesn't. I like her a lot, but not in that way. She had a primary job. That's all very nice, too. He repeated her words. I love the way you laugh. He says, I'll miss you. There was an enjoyment. I miss you, too. You're going to be there a long time, are you? No, just today. I'm going to talk to the sheriff later. He passes the car, pulled up out front, grabs the curtains, the squad car, you Speaker of the devil, you know. This is Jared. I have to go. You take care of yourself. I'll see you soon. Yes, you do the same. Bye. Bye. The young woman outside, side park to join him on the porch. Tall blonde hair, blonde man in uniform got out of the Jacobsville County Sheriff's Department vehicle and came from. Thank Dalton. The man asked with a smile as he said he saw his companion thing. Sheriff Carson. I ain't. He's against. If it's not too early for you, I thought I'd ask you if you could come over to my office for a chat. Go ahead, I told him. You need to ride back. Also, one of the boys. No need, Hazen. I'll bring him back. Thanks. <laughs> no problem. Tank climbed into the patrol car with Haynes. They drove to the chair zone. How's your arm? Tank asked. They're painful. I'm doing physical therapy and hoping I'll regain at least partial use of it. But things are unsettled right now. He shook his head. I've been shot before, but I've never had consequences like this. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like, like, I had injuries that required multiple surgeries. It was a few months ago, but I still get jumpy. There's a car backfire. <laughs> Law enforcement is not a job for the weak of heart. I totally agree. That's why I'm marking cattle now. <laughs> he led the way inside the building to his office and offered things. I like my coffee strong. <laughs> Me too. Good thing. That's the only way you'll get it around here. He produced two cups of coffee. Put tanks in front of him. That's great, Mr. Girl. I don't want either. Same here. Take lean back in the chair. Did you ever get to the would-be assassin who shot you? Yeah. Not yet. He said with an evident irritation. Irritation. We put pressure on everybody we know. I even have my father-in-law ask around. <laughs> That's how you indicate you're really desperate. You involve a drug lord in your investigation. <laughs> but my wife's father has a good heart. He's just in an illegal business. <laughs> Chicken said, he doesn't seem to run out of applications for jobs on his or ranch in Vegasville. But just between you and me, I think a lot of the applicants are undercover narcs. <laughs> That wouldn't be a surprise. We identified the shell casing. He said, unfortunately, the bullet's still in me. The surgeon refused to remove it. He said it would complicate my recovery. And we went in digging around delicate tissue. I'm still wearing one of mine, too. I remember reading about Doc Holliday in O.K. Corral frame. They said when they examined his body, he was carrying several ounces of lead bullets. The doctors had just left in him. And those days, the late 1800s, it would have been lethal trying to remove them. Hanks agreed. Put down the coffee cup. I'm still trying to understand why this man, whoever he is, targeted you and me. Neither of us can actually describe him. We don't know who he is or who he worked for. <laughs> My office computer was destroyed. And when I had one of Epscop's computer techs try to recover the hard drive, he was killed. His eyes knew what is the guy trying so hard to cover up? Tank shook his head. I have no idea, but he's going at what 
but he's good at what he does. I had a friend of mine, Rook, come up and check my place for bugs. It turns out that the surveillance camera company I hired was bogus. Their consultant, who was supposed to plant surveillance equipment, bugged everything, too. I can't remember a case like this, not my whole life. I wasn't in law enforcement that long, but neither can I. There hasn't been another attempt on your life. Well, that's not quite true. He had a little It seemed Elrond, before his untimely death, had a new assassin to come after me. And he had a guy who worked for my father-in-law briefly. He's gone back to Houston, but he still keeps in touch just in case the assassin wants to take me out. They didn't know who he was. <laughs> nope. What was it, Mr. Parks employee, the other Carson? No. Now, this is an interesting case. <laughs> he actually blew up Elrond with a couple of hand grenades down in Mexico. The Mexican government did take, did take a brief interest in the case, but we have a DEA agent who's related to the former president. He made a couple of calls for us, and they dropped the inquiry. <laughs> this is an odd case. <laughs> I need it is. I understand that Carson doesn't carry ID and can't be found in any databases anywhere. Thank <laughs> He's an enigma. I with my life. So does my wife. He should be said to He has some unique skills. In fact, he just went on our honeymoon with us before he went to ship. Shepherd, you're down here in a separate room. <laughs> yeah, it was true. He stick with Cash Grier, who leads to an assumption I probably shouldn't make. <laughs> that he works or worked for the government in covert assassinations. Take said naughty that he's the rest. I happen to mention to him that I noticed his gate is one I saw spank off people in Iraq. Many want men walk that way. Haynes nodded. I know. If you ever see Cash Grier walk, it's an experience. He's, just, he's still scaled with a sniper kit. In fact, a couple of years back, he took out a kidnapper who was holding a DEA agent's child hostage. Did it from an astonishing distance in the dark. Amazing. <laughs> His wife's a movie star, wasn't she? He nodded. They have a little girl, so he's not so much in the dangerous occupations as he was. They have Tippy's younger brother living with him also. He's just 14. He and Cash go fishing together in the game online. <laughs> They're best friends. Nice for him, for both of them. Yes. He said she sees things again. She has premonitions. They're uncanny. They've cashed out the time too. My friend, he said, sees the future too, but she's never certain exactly what she sees. Sometimes it's clouded, like the guy who's stalking me. She saw him sitting in front of a mirror trying on wigs. He conclu we concluded that he's good at disguises. That reminds me. I had Rick Marquise ask his father-in-law if he could check into that for us. His father-in-law, <laughs> he's not in England, runs the, runs the CIA. <laughs> Take whistle. Anyway, he found a whole list of undercover agents from several agencies who have a reputation for the use of disguises. So I'm afraid it's going to take a long time to narrow it down to even a handful. Another dead end. Take a green time. I could stand in the center of town and wait for him to come shoot me. But... From what we've been able to put together, he avoids crowds when he's planning the hit. Which would explain why he didn't just shoot me in the front yard of my own ranch when he came out to put in the surveillance device. 
it did seem disconcerted that we had so many armed men just standing around. <laughs> Good thing, Hank said. I don't think he'd have mind to killing you face to face. Nor do I, but if it hadn't been for Marissa, I wouldn't have been expecting it. <laughs> she didn't even know me. She came walking up to the back door in a blizzard because her car wouldn't start to tell me. I had to be careful. She said it was because of something I didn't remember. Haynes Brown. Was she more specific than that? Not really. It comes and goes with her. She said that I knew something that I wasn't aware of knowing and opposed the risk to the man. Nefelius. <laughs> yes, but even so, it would probably save my life. What do you remember about the man, the supposed DEA agent who led you into the ambush in Arizona? He's asked things. I remember that he wore a suit. It's still sort of hazy. He was medium height, nothing remarkable about his features. He was the sort of guy you wouldn't even notice on the street. Haynes was one. Yes, the guy I remembered was pretty much the same, but he had a marked Texas draw. I think it was the same guy after I was shot who was given a drug mule hell for killing 911 for me. He had red hair and a Massachusetts accent, but he was dressed the same. I thought I was hallucinating. Nice of the mule to call for help. Yes, unexpected. I don't even know who he was. I owe him a life. I hope they didn't kill him for it. You never know. I've heard the whole village is wiped out just for revenge against one man who lived in it. So have I. My wife and I say one man from El Lorino. El Lorino. He's recording. My wife held an AK-47 on him. I never knew it was even loaded, but she bluffed well. Anyway, he didn't want to hold us hostage, but his bosses know his family and threatened to kill them if he stepped out of line. Carson, who works for Side Parks, got his family out of Mexico. So he does have at least one soft spot. <laughs> Not sure about that. He said he doesn't seem to care about much, although he does have something of a reputation with women. Deserve take up eyes on in action at the airport. He draws him like flies to honey. Draws him, yes, but he's not a sentimental man. I wouldn't have thought so either. How about your brothers? He said this must be harder on them too. They worry. My older brother Mallory has a new son. I like kids. My wife has three. My wife has a little brother and a sister who live with us. They light up the place. We're hoping to have one of our own. You said something about Cash Driver's secretary having a photographic memory and that she saw the rogue agent. Any help there? He took a set of them. She had a police artist draw the man she remembered, but the nose was different. The hairline was different. <laughs> the only thing familiar was the ears. Now, ears are a pretty good identifier, replied. You don't usually try to disguise those, even if you use makeup or wigs. That's true, Adrian. Maybe we should issue a bolo for a pair of ears. And also far-fetched. Thank you for him. I really like to have a look at that sketch. One of the reasons I asked you to come down here. Just a sec. Haynes picked up the phone and called Cash Dyer for a brief conversation. He's got a few. Three minutes. Let's go over to his office and have a look at that sketch. <laughs> now you're talking. Cash's secretary, Carly Blair, had wavy dark hair and green eyes and a perch mouth. She greeted Tank as if he'd been her neighbor all her life. She 
pulled sketch out of her nearby. I finally kept it and handed it to him. That's the best the artist could do, she explained. It's not perfect. I think the nose was a little longer and thinner, and the chin had more of a square look. How about the ears? I guess. Ears? She looked at the sketches earlier. Yes, he certainly got those right. I remember because he had sort of a notch in one, as if he'd been cut and it had been healed, but left scar. Thanks, so. Yes, he said. I remember now. It was his left ear, and he wore an earring in it, a small gold silver lake. Yes, yeah, secret. I remember the earring myself, he said. Even. Oh, I'd forgotten that. He sketched his head. It was overshadowed by the shirt he was wearing. It was paisley, I think. I remember the shirt, too, thing. It must be a favorite piece of clothing if he was still wearing it when you saw him. Kelly's running. It was gold paisley, she recalled, closing her eyes so that she could forge it better. With beige and brown patterns. Yes, thank you, Creed. The memory came back along with the pain. He was looking at the shirt when the bullets hit. Well, I've got a favorite shirt color of mine. I wear it at least twice a week. Of course, it's not Paisley. It's a black t-shirt with a green alien face. And it says, they're coming under it. She grinned. She likes to wear it if we get visits from feds. Cash Grier remarked as he joined them. Glowering She's unconventional. But I can type. I have a pleasant phone personality, and I can find anything you lose, Chief. She can even more broadly. Yes, and you can spell. It's just that mouth. What do you? What do you mean? Take ask her. Curly looked past him, and her face took on a sarcastic. Well, look what walked in the door. I need to start a fire out back. Got any spare hand grenades on you? She added the newcomer was Carson. Take shadow on the plane. Gave Curly Gunson. Something wrong with matches? He asked. Or don't you know how to use them? He added with a bland smile. I can use locks. She retorted. Want to see? She cannot use a lock. Cash Carrington. The last time she tried on the firing range, she hit two windshields and a tire and the cars weren't even parked on the range. <laughs> It was a horrible accident. Carly's been there. So. Yes, it was. You picked up a gun. Your coffee will have salt tomorrow morning in a place of sugar. Carly shirts the cash. It will fire you. Your father will make me the subject of the next two sermons. Cash the girl. Well, risky. Sermons. Carson asked frowning. Her father is a Methodist minister. Cash explained. Carson's expression was indescribable. He narrowed his eyes as he looked at Carly, who avoided him and went back to drawing on her desk. Don't worry, religion isn't contagious, she told Carson without quite looking at him. Thank goodness, Carson jolly looked at Tank. Did you recognize her face in the drawing? Not as so much, Tank replied, but we're all agreed that the ears are the one thing we all remember about him. You should talk to those two feds, John Blackhawk and Garen Dreyer. You're not looking back. Dreyer, my brother, Cassie. he's always been FBI. I worked with him, shall we say, less structured government agencies. Covert, Carson said it was Mark. Cop. Who's talking about covert? Cash said finally. Takes one to no one. Carson shot back. What a grin. So did Cash. I've already talked. Blackhawk ain't Cash's brother. He's totally. Which reminds me. They wanted me to tell you that they can't set up that hypnotist they wanted you to see. He had a family emergency. Is that a town? Maybe another town. Another time, Tanky Breed secretly relieved. Turns out that he, Cash indicated Carson, worked with an associate of mine from Brooklyn, New York. Did we ask what sort of work? He's <laughs> muttered. It would be safer not to. Cash told him, Tanky I've never been in a place where so many people were ex feds. 
or ex-mercs cash out of were concerned. We cornered the market on them. <laughs> that's a good place to retire. Or that's what Cy Parks always says. <laughs> He's a nice fellow. I was perfectly happy to stay in a hotel, but he insisted. Hey, you know you're in the market for a new bull cast out of the big gun. Well, I am, actually. Thank God to agree. He went to Carly's desk and took another look. He really is a chameleon. But why is he so worried about what we might remember? I couldn't pick him out on the street. Well, maybe the scarred ear would give him away. But there's nothing else really memorable about it. Maybe it's something that doesn't really show. Carson remarked, joining him. Or maybe he just he's just paranoid. Ain't sure. He killed a computer tech who tried to restore his image on my computer. Carson Black Eyes. Yes, he was a friend of mine. He said, Tom, sweet kid. Never heard a fly. Knew everything about computers. His face said, Arnold. I'd like to meet the man who popped the cap on him. <laughs> he feeds people with crocodiles, cash stood in a mock whisper, jerking his head toward Carson. Carson, it was hungry. Poor old thing. Hadn't been fed in days. <laughs> that was an act of charity, I say. Hands <laughs> me as Carson shrugged. This expression went even higher. The man tortured Brooks' friend, a female photojournalist covering the assault on Berea. She covered scars for the rest of her life. I don't doubt that Rook helped you feed the croc. Cash aside, Carson's black eyes and Sometimes you do what feels right, even if it's not quite legal. Well, it wasn't in my decision, so I'm not concerned. Cash told him. He wagged a finger at him. But if you feed anybody to a crocodile in my town, you're looking at life behind bars. No problem, Carson said. I like whiskey. Life behind bars. Whiskey. Take first out laughing. It was a play on words that I almost got. Bye. Carson actually couldn't. And it would be nice if you stopped wearing that damn knife in public. Cash told the younger man. Indicating the huge Bowie knife. Stop him. It makes people, makes people nervous. Makes her nervous. She made Carson replied, drinking the head toward Carly. I don't like knives. She put it under men with guns walk around here all the time. You don't mind them, Carson retorted. I've never seen a gunshot wound. I've seen the result of a knife fight. She gave him a long look. I had no this? My father was attacked a few months ago by a man with a knife. We don't know why. He was lucky because he went because he went he just at the waist and didn't even make a vital organ. I would attack a minister. Ain't that shot. We don't know. There's some crazy guy with him. Sometimes I think the whole world's gone mad. It does seem so from time to time. Take category. The catcher man. Not yet. Can't We're still looking. I don't like knives. Colors are declaring over colors. Especially that sort. You can get to the book. It's scary. I'll start wearing a suit so I can steal it from you. Curse and promise around. Why would you carry something that big? <laughs> it's wondered. Snakes. Curse and said that pen. Good luck going out of the sidewinder with a knife taped on. You'll get bitten before you could reach him with it. Not if it was thrown. Curse returned. He looked so confident that the others just shrugged and let the go. Do you remember anything else about the man? Tink asked Carly as he studied the sketch. Anything you didn't tell the police orders? She was thinking that. I'm not sure. That's basically what he looks like. She added, nodding at the portrait. He was very friendly, personable. I remember he talks to me about sharks. Sharks, take from. He said that they were misunderstood, that people just assumed they were dangerous, but that they really worked. It was just when they were hungry, they killed. What an odd thing to say. 
I thought so too, Callahan. He said that he liked to swim with them in the Caribbean, in the Bahamas. Now that might be interesting, he said. So, I'd forgotten until just now. She loves Carson. He reminds me of a shark. That's why I thought of it. <laughs> Carson's of a shark. Me. Dark and least is something dangerous. You turn attacks when you least expect it from cover. <laughs> An apt description. Not of you, Tank told Carson. But it would fit the perpetrator. Expression came from. He led me into an ambush that almost cost me my life. And he did it so easily with such finesse that I never suspected the thing. She's right about his personality. He had to learn the curly. He put me at ease the minute he walked into my office. He seemed just like one of the guys. I got that impression too, he said. He put himself right in the middle of the bug bus. You know? Something else I remember. I have two armed deputies with me. They came up unexpectedly when they heard the call go over the radio about a traffic stop involving narcotics. He was, just, he was shocked to see them. That was just before the other feds showed up. He might have been planning the same thing for you that he did for me. Thanks, you. Yes, but there was no reason for him to want to meet that. He's trying to make something. He was in on the rest. He went to my office with me and waited while I filed a report on my computer along with a photo my deputy took at the scene of the arrest in one of all of us with the drug haul and the compensated gold plate of weapons. I wasn't the only law enforcement officer at the bus. <laughs> I don't think he meant to kill you. Not then, anyway. Carson injected with narrow eyes, perched himself on the edge of Carly's desk to her obvious dislike. I think it was something that happened after both shootouts, something connected, but apart from them. It was obviously in with the drug cartel, Haynes replied, you know, so he was trying to protect his people from arrest. He failed in my case, but not in yours, he told him. Yes, but he has no reason to come after me now, takes on him slowly. I haven't even spoken about the case since I gave my last report just before I resigned from the job. Cash Gregor leaned against the wall, arms crossed him, attempted assassinations. He said, nodding toward Haynes, kidnapping for no apparent reason. He glanced at armed assault, followed much later by stalking and surveillance. He's after something that happened as a result of both shootings. Maybe not the shootings themselves at all. What? Haynes asked. I don't know. But there's a feverish political race going on right now for a congressing seat vacated by the unexpected death of our senator, Texas, U.S. Senator. There's a special election coming, on, coming, although someone will be appointed to fill out the rest of his term, which ends this year. There are rumors that the leading candidate has ties to the cartel over the border, and that at least one rival candidate has been blackmailed to quit the race. I, I had heard about that, I think so. You think there may be a connection? There just may be, especially if the man we remember could be part of the drug cartel. We know he is, Cash replied. The problem would be proving his connection. If he, if he's close to the candidate, that might be enough incentive for him to get rid of any witnesses. Also, he was a rogue DEA agent, a mole. I'm sure he was passing sensitive information to his cronies. Maybe somebody found him out. Dang. Yes, Cash replied. But who is he? That might be the heart of the problem. We find out his identity, and it can link him to the cartel as a candidate for the senator. That would be a motive for murder. <laughs> a very good one.
end of chapter seven.